0: friend and you're feeling, uh, a bit worried perhaps you have a deadline and there's a slight anxiety about whether that's actually happening. Maybe you are responsible for um, it may be that you or someone that you love um is not very well, maybe has bad health at the moment, and that is causing you a bit of worry. Now for those of you at school, you might have heard of something called the worry monster. Um, Yeah, there's quite a few nodding heads there where you, for those of you that don't know, um, you might write on a piece of paper or draw a picture of something that is worrying you and then you feed it to the worry monster and the worry monster eats it, gobbles it away and takes it away, Um, which is really great in many respects, really helpful. Um, But you're all here at a church carol service, so for those of you that can join the dots, you'll know that I'm going to say that actually I think Jesus is way more significant than a worry monster. Because Jesus is real. He is living and he is able to actually help us with our worries, our concerns and our anxieties. And he can give us his peace. One of the reasons that Jesus came, that he was born 2,000 years ago, was specifically to bring peace. Peace to the world and peace to our hearts and to us as individuals. And it was Jesus' birthday that we remember at Christmas. Can you see my jumper? He doesn't look very happy, which I think, you know, I need to let the people know, because I think if, if this was a real picture of Jesus, he'd be smiling because it's his birthday. But we remember him coming 2,000 years ago. Um, and in a min- minute, I've got some little elves that are going to help out. We've got um, some baskets that are going to come around. And there's enough, there should be enough for everybody. There is, in these baskets, there are card candles that look like this, of various different shapes and sizes. And I'd love to invite all of you to take one. And also, there are some tea lights like this. Again, I'd love you to take one. Also in the basket are some pens and pencils. So do grab a pen or a couple of pencils and if you'd like to. And so this is something that I'd love you to do. For those of you that know what the Worry Monster is, you'll be ahead of the game on this. I'd love it if, over the next few moments, we're going to watch another couple of videos. Um, I'm going to come back and say a few more things. Maybe you would like to write or draw on your candle something that you're worried about, something that is causing you concern. Nobody's going to read these. They're just for you. So you can write whatever you'd like on them. Um, And so take that moment. Take that. If, If Children, if you want to color them in, you're more than welcome. Make them as pretty as you like. But have a think for a moment and write on those candles. And then I'm going to, after, after, in a while, I'm going to ask you to do something with those if you'd like to. So, hopefully the baskets are coming round. And um, while you are collecting your card candle and your tea light and a piece, an implement to write or draw with, why don't we watch the next two films in our readings, brilliant, thank you. Okay, have you all got a candle and a tea light? Hopefully. So while I chat, you can have a little think about what you might write on there, or draw, if you'd rather. Um, when When I say the phrase peaceful Christmas, I wonder what comes to mind. Is it uh, baubles and baileys perhaps? Uh, Maybe a Christmas movie while you're lying on the sofa and a little snooze. Maybe if you've got children with them playing happily somewhere else in the house. Um, Peaceful Christmas. Or maybe um, you think peaceful and Christmas don't go together. Or they do go together, but a little bit like Brussels sprouts and enclosed spaces. Um, Christmas can be a bit of a whirlwind, can't it? Normal life is still going on and then we impose all this other stuff on top, all the extras, some of which are great, some of which you might find a little bit testing. I wonder what it would take for each of us to know peace this Christmas. I wonder what it is in our ordinary everyday lives that robs us of peace. Peace. I wonder what you're writing or drawing on your pieces of card. Maybe you have financial worries. Maybe there is relational conflict that you are living with. Maybe there's this anticipation of this Christmas season where you know you're going to see family and maybe they don't always bring the best out in you. Maybe you have concerns that are wider and bigger about the injustice that we see going on in the world. The war and the conflict that is happening not too far away. Maybe you're concerned about the state of our environment. You know, Jesus came as a baby thousands of years ago. We believe that he was God. He is God. God with flesh on. And we've been reminded of the circumstances around his birth from the guys, the Vineyard kids this afternoon. I wonder if any of you spotted yourself dressed up in there. But Jesus' birth wasn't a surprise. It had been foretold. It had been prophesied thousands of years beforehand. And one of those such prophecies was in a book called Isaiah, which was written about 700 years before Jesus was born. And this is what it says in Isaiah chapter 9. "'For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders.' He will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness. And from that time on and forever, the zeal of the Lord will accomplish this. So Isaiah was writing this. He was telling the people, God's people, hundreds of years before Jesus was born, that that a child would be born, a boy, a son would be given, and he would be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And the angels, when when they appeared to the shepherds, they told them this great news of Jesus, and then they worshipped God, and they said, glory to God in the highest, and peace on earth, on to those sorry, and on earth peace to those on whom His favor rests. Jesus and peace are very closely connected. Imagine what it would feel like to experience the peace that Jesus offers, because His favor rests on us, like the angels sang about. How many of you have sent or received Christmas cards this season? a few of you, despite the cost of stamps these days, um, well done, many of you, <laughs> um, have many of your cards had on the front page, on the, on the front cover, um, a, a, a nativity scene, perhaps? And um, we've had a few, they're up um, in our house, um, and, uh, and the thing that I find really interesting is that um, they really do look peaceful, don't they? These beautiful scenes of the nativity, um, they're so serene. You know, Mary looks like she's just stepped out of hair and makeup rather than having just given birth. For those of you that have given birth, you, you can appreciate that. Um, the, the, the shepherds are often in beautiful glowing white robes, um, not covered in dust and sheep's poo at all, which I think is interesting. They're not very realistic, are they? But they are trying to communicate that peace surrounds Jesus. Jesus was born. We call it the incarnation. It's a long theological word, but it means God stepping into humanity, becoming man. Another name that's used for Jesus is Emmanuel. It means God with us. The incarnation, God becoming man, entering into our world, means that he steps into our pain. He steps into our lives. And all of the joys and the celebration, as well as the mess, and conflict, and pain. And he steps into our world to bring peace, and comfort, counselling, so that he can rule and reign. And he knows that our lives aren't like those nativity scenes on the Christmas cards. You know, Jesus wasn't born into serenity. He was born into turbulence. You know, Jesus's parents were two scared, currently homeless teenagers. He was raised as a refugee in a backwater town. Jesus was, is, was a Jew. He was born a Jew under a violent and oppressive Roman rule. There was political unrest. He was born into a situation that seemingly seemed destined for difficulty and hardship. And yet, if you've ever read any of the Bible, any of the New Testament, you will have glimpsed That as Jesus grew up and became a man, everywhere he went, almost like impossibly and incredibly, peace broke out where he was. In the most incredible ways, the sick were healed, the blind saw, the deaf heard. Those that needed forgiveness and reconciliation, despite being despised and rejected, were offered that by Jesus. Jesus calmed storms just by speaking. And then, later on, Jesus died on a cross so that we could be reconciled with God and each other. All, all so that the world would know peace. And then he rose again. He didn't just die. He rose again to show that he had power and authority to assure us of his promise that one day he would return and he would make all things new. And just like Isaiah said, on that day, the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. For me, that's such a vision of hope. You know, the peace that Jesus offers and brings isn't just the absence of conflict. The Hebrew word is shalom. It is total and complete peace. No conflict and wars, but also no worries about anything. Peace breaking into our friendships and relationships. Broken relationships being restored. No worries about money or work or schoolwork or exams or qualifications. No worries about our health and our fitness. Shalom is about whole and complete peace with regards to everything. And that's what Jesus being born, that's what we remember at Christmas. God becoming man That's what it means, that he would live with us and bring peace. You know, the reality of Jesus' life, death and resurrection really is incredible. And because of what Jesus did and what he promised he would do, billions of people around the world have hope, purpose and have found salvation in him And a peace that can't be shaken by circumstances. A peace that refuses to be derailed by pandemics, wars, the cost of living crisis, or difficulties of any any kind. A peace that's not found in fortune or things, but is found in a person. The King of Kings, that is Jesus. And one of those billions of souls discovered peace just eight months ago this peace that Jesus offers and I thought you might like to hear about it so please put your hands together for Mr. Anthony Blackman.
1: Yeah um Libby asked me to prepare last week and I haven't I thought I'd let the Holy Spirit do the preparation for me because he's meant to give us the words in the last hour right so Go for it. <laughs> um yeah eight months ago as Libby said um I was looking for peace in all the wrong areas. I was not saved. I was in the world, uh, struggling enormously with anxiety and depression and looking in all the wrong places, You know, trying to find my peace in, the, in a bottle, or I won't go there, there's lots of kids around, so I won't say any more than that, but in all the wrong places, I was trying to find my peace. Um, and then I called to the Lord. Um, I, I won't go into the full story. I'll share that with you another time, but um, I called to the Lord desperate for help and he came and he gave me that peace um and yeah um when i i opened up my phone this morning and the first verse that comes up on my screen the verse of the day said may the god of hope fill you with joy and peace as you trust in him so that you overflow with hope by the power of the holy spirit that's in romans 15 verse 13 um and i want to speak as someone that came from darkness into light that is so so true um every day the more you trust in the lord jesus you find this peace that makes no sense. There may be any situation that comes up, you know that you can just simply pray. Spend time with him in his company and pray uh, either by yourself or amongst friends and you'll be washed over with this peace. And you can you can speak to your brothers and sisters in Christ and pray together. We all have different giftings. We all have a unity that we can bring together. We have different strengths. So when we're working together and supporting one another, we, we find peace there as well. And it's all through Christ. Um, yeah, I can't express enough how much my life has changed in eight months. As I say, I was a complete wreck, um, not not knowing my purpose in life, really struggling to even get up and shower sometimes. I could go a week without washing and think that was okay. And now I'll go six days. Um, <laughs> um, but now I've got a zest for life. I wake up every day smiling, thinking, thank you, God, for another day of existence. What can I do to serve you? How can... How can the, uh, the transformation that you've given me, the, the peace that you've given me, how can I share that with others? And that's what being a Christian is about. It's not just what can we get from God, it's what can we share f- no, through God. No. <laughs> what can we share out as well? What, can, what is it that God gives us that we can share to others? Um, and I think at Christmas that is so, so important. There are people that have they've lost family members. They might be really struggling. They might be on their own. They might be struggling with depression or whatever else, it's a really dark time, but we can be that peace for them. Christ lives in us, so we can, we can light up their day with just a smile, or a gift, or a token to say, look, we're thinking of you. An invitation to church, why not? Because then we can have lots of smiley faces in a family. Um, but yeah, the peace, of the, the peace that Jesus brings is, is unparalleled. Uh, the, world, the, the world tries to fill it, but it's always short-term, but the peace of Christ is uh, it's eternal.
0: Amazing. Thank you very Thank much. You. Anthony's already said it, but if, um, if you want to know more of his story, then have a chat with him later. Find him on Facebook and you can have a read of, of the journey of, of transformation that he has been on because he encountered Jesus uh, at Easter this year. As he said, you know, following Jesus, Christianity is more than just believing in God, it's about a relationship with him. It's about knowing that we are loved and that we are secure in him and knowing his peace. You know, one of the writers of the Bible, an all-round legend, a guy called Paul, he wrote this in his letter to the church in Philippi. He said, the peace of Jesus offered through the Holy Spirit transcends or surpasses all of our understanding. So it blows our mind, quite literally, the peace that Jesus offers. Money can't buy it. Nothing can be substituted for it not even baubles and baileys. And my hope and prayer is that each of us is able to glimpse that peace this Christmas in the busyness, in the fun, maybe in the times that are harder for you, that you would know the peace of Jesus that surpasses all understanding. If you're interested in who Jesus is and you want to know more, then there's a couple of things that we'd love to ask you to invite you to do. Um, there's some Why Jesus. Um, no, they're not called Why Jesus. They're normally called Why Jesus. But for this service, they're called Why Christmas. <laughs> On the table at the back, there's loads of these booklets that just simply explain what it is that we believe. If something that I've said has confused you, please talk to me. But also, please do go and pick up one of those leaflets. Um, and that will help you understand who we are. We'd also love to invite you to come back here in January. I've just touched on the peace of Jesus this afternoon. But in January, each of our Sunday mornings, we're going to unpack more of that and what Jesus' peace really means to each of us. So come along, come back. You're so welcome. Um, it might be that you've been invited here by a friend. And I would imagine that they've invited you here and brought you here because they have found the peace that Jesus offers. It might be that their life still looks chaotic and not wholly together, but that's okay. That's who we are. We're being real, but we still have found the Prince of Peace to do life with. So I want to encourage you to ask your friends questions. Ask them what it is that Jesus means to them. You know, this guy Isaiah that I quoted earlier, 700 years before Jesus was born, talked about Jesus being the Prince of Peace. The angels, just after Jesus had been born, talked about God giving us his peace because his favor rests on us. And then Paul says later on in the New Testament that that peace will blow our minds. And then Jesus himself, as recorded in the book of John, says, my peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give as the world gives. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Don't be afraid. My peace I leave with you. Who wouldn't want that peace? Personally, for each of us, like I want all of you, all of us in this room, and all of our friends and families that are connected to us that are not in this room, I want all of us to experience that peace, that peace that blows our minds. I want our city to experience that peace, I want our nation, I want Europe, I want our world to experience that peace and this isn't a beauty pageant, you know, what's your vision in life, I want world peace, genuinely I want world peace, um, I'm not even going to go with that analogy any further um, but yeah, do, if you want to know more then come back to our Sundays in January as we delve deeper into that peace and look at more about what that looks like we also have, starting on Wednesday, the 17th of January, um, an alpha course, which is um, a series of evenings where you gather together, you eat together, you ask questions, you talk about some of this stuff that I've mentioned tonight. Um, unfortunately, ladies, the one that we're launching in January is just for men. I'm calling it alpha males. Um, so there's some flyers on some seats, there's some more on the table by the refreshments outside. Um, but if you'll be interested in coming along to that um, yeah, there'll be food, chance to talk, ask questions, but it is just for the guys this time around. Um, if you're a lady, come and talk to me and we'll do something separate. Um, yeah, so do if you, if you know someone that might be interested, um, feel free to take a flight and invite them. Email us for information. Send a carrier pigeon if you have to. Um, but we would love to know if you'd like to come. Okay, so how have you got on with your candles and your... Um, your writing or drawing, brilliant, we've got some stuff on there, what I'd love to do is I'd love to give you all an opportunity to respond, to respond to what you've heard before we sing some more carols, uh, because we can't, I can't get enough of carols and we haven't quite sung enough yet, so um, you were given one of these and I, the reason it's a candle It's because Jesus in the Bible is also talked not only just about being the Prince of Peace, but about being the light of the world. He brings light in the darkness. That's why it's a candle. You might have thought it was a bit random, but there was a purpose, I promise. Jesus banishes darkness, and he brings light and peace. And in all of church history, people for centuries have gone into church buildings, I know we're in the university, but have gone into church buildings to light candles, to light tea lights by way of praying, by way of committing to God their different concerns, by offering prayers for specific situations. And so what I'd love you to do, we're going to play a piece of music and I'd love it if you would like to, absolutely no pressure, you're more than welcome to sit, sit where you are, take these candles home with you and light it at home. But if you would like to, then as we listen to this next song, I'd love to invite you to come and place your candle amongst these candles at the front by way of giving to God maybe your concerns or your worries, by way of offering up a prayer for peace for either yourself or for somebody specific. It might be, if you want to, you want to come and place your candle that you've written on Again, there's absolutely no pressure for that and we won't read it. But if you'd like to come and place that just as a simple act of response, then we'd love to invite you to. So we're going to play a piece of music and at the end of this this song, um, we're going to sing some more carols um, and then there'll be time for uh, more refreshments. But as we listen to this song, in your own time, feel free to come up to the front if you'd like to. Father God, thank you that you are the Prince of Peace, that we can remember you and we can celebrate you this Christmas time. And Lord, I ask that everybody here and all of those connected to us would know your peace that surpasses